0: everybody. I'm Peg Tuttle, and welcome to the Incredible Eye Show. Well, I'm sure you've noticed we've had a few changes going on here at the podcast. When my co-host, Tony, moved to Austin, Texas in January with his family, he found a new and exciting job. The downside for the rest of us, his new employer does not run the IBM Eye. So I wish Tony all the best as he begins this new phase in his life. Good luck and we're gonna miss you. NEUGC happened last week, April 12th through the 14th, and I was on-site face-to-face at this awesome conference. There were over 80 attendees, 13 speakers, and a dozen vendors. This week's show is awesome. While I was at the conference, I caught up with a few of the folks attending, Tim Rowe with IBM, Brian Garland from Vermont Information Processing, Ken Mead from Littleton Coin and David Rulo from AgriMark Cabot Cheese. So tune in and give this show a listen. It's super fun and we had a great time there. Coming up next is Commons Power Up Conference happening May 23rd through the 26th in New Orleans. I hope to see you there. I will be doing on site interviews with guests, the speakers, the vendors, some attendees. So stop by, come and find me. I would love to interview you and get your IVMI story. See the show notes for more information about that awesome conference. And again, I hope to see you there. And then coming up on next week's show, I have the most awesome Marina Swank in-house. You are in for a real treat with that interview. So stay tuned to next week. Thanks for tuning in. Thank you for subscribing. We really appreciate it every single one of you who listens to our show and we'll see you soon on the incredible Eye show all right hey dave rulo thank you so much for stopping by and chatting with me peg tuttle from the incredible Eye show welcome
1: no this is great great to see you at the conference here supporting it
0: i know i love it it's face to face right
1: no, I mean, this is awesome. I've been waiting years to, to go back. I've done a lot of various online things and stuff, but boy, it feels good to be back at a conference and seeing people and networking and it's just oh, so much better.
0: Yeah. The networking alone just to get in front of people. I don't know. There's just something about that face-to-face interaction. You really get to, you really understand how people are feeling, you know, um, if they're engaged or not engaged. Yeah, no,
1: absolutely. I I just love that the in-person I've done a lot, so many online things and it's great, but then you're off of it and then you're right back to your work. And at the conference, you can come out of a session and you can have follow-up conversations with people and networking between the sessions. And it it just allows you to check out a work and focus on your education and stay in current. So I love it in person. It's good to be
2: back.
0: Yeah, Absolutely. So we got a lot of big hitters here at the show. We got Tim Rowe, we got Charlie Garino, Brigida Hauser. What brings you to the show?
1: Oh boy, a lot of it is just to kind of get away from the office and get back in there and catch up with people. But, you know, those names you mentioned, it's great. And I mean, I've been to a lot of Tim Rose sessions already, just learning about the new iSeries Navigator and what it can do and stuff. And uh, great just to see that caliber coming out of IBM to New England uh, to teach us what he and his team are doing out in Rochester. I mean, you can't get much higher than that. So learning it from the guy that's developing it
0: yeah yeah him and his team he stopped by and he was chatting a little bit about the new version of ACS. yeah, one dot one dot nine. Yeah, and talking about a few of the things in there. So yes, yeah, I, I
1: I was in another session with Pete Massiello this morning, and um, I forget what it what it was about. But Tim Rowe was, you know, after sitting in his sessions, now he was an attendee of Pete's session, and mm-hmm. and Pete's got the slide up there at one point one point eight, and Tim's like, yeah, actually, as of this morning, IBM released one point nine. You know, and it's like, all right, well, there's a new current one. You know, yeah, it's like, wow, how fresh is that?
0: Yeah. Yeah, it is. It's great. So, um, what about you know, like um, bringing back stuff to your team? What are you thinking about? I know you've got a couple of team members here, but are you guys you know continuing down that path of more open source modernization? Do you need more security tips? What yeah. what other things?
1: No, it's a little bit of everything. A lot of it just stay current and see what's out there. But I know with my thing, usually we send five, six people down to this conference. But with COVID and people's different comfort level of coming down and being able to travel, I only sent three this year. So my next step is, uh, you know, downloading all the uh, the PowerPoint presentations that we received, and I'm going to have a, a team meeting with myself and the other two people that are, were in attendance. Um, to, to come there and now let's educate and cross train our people, sure. show them what we learned and, and that sort of thing. But yeah, yeah, open source definitely is interested of us or of interest, uh, to us. Uh, we're starting to dabble a little bit more, uh, with, uh, third party solutions, uh, Mm-hmm. Um, up in the clouds so as we get into restlet and uh, web service and things like that not an area we've dabbled with yet sure. uh, but as we we move from one third party to another that's how we have to learn to communicate so it's great to come down here you know and see some of these sessions again for the first time and just get our feet wet, learn what vendors are offering uh, the product, yeah. what IBM is throwing out there. So as we can bring it home, we actually have an opportunity now, not just to see it, but to go right back to the office and start using it.
0: Yeah, 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 that's awesome. Um, you mentioned just briefly at the start of that um, that answer, COVID and different, um, different folks, you know, not being as comfortable and some being comfortable. How is that for you guys as you guys transition back to the office? Are you guys hybriding it, uh, requiring everybody back in the office? What's going on there?
1: Yeah, well, our office has been open right through uh, COVID. Uh, we're a manufacturing plant for food, uh, cheese, mm-hmm. in fact. And so we, our manufacturing plants have been open right through this, even when the, the world shut down. So it was kind of weird and scary, but we still had to do it. And then yeah. as things transitioned back, some of our uh, admin buildings were opened up. So people could go in and there was various states that had to be masked and then off and on and off. So right sure. now, we're kind of a hybrid uh, solution as we're still trying to lure people back to the office. In the last couple of years, they've really got that work-life balance, you know, working sure. from home effectively and efficiently yeah. and not have to drive to the office. So now we're trying to get people back to the office. And as we get them in there, try to make sure that some of their counterparts that they're working with are in there and just have you focus on, we drove you into the office. Now we want to make sure that you had the value of coming into the office and talking with people and had that face-to-face interaction with people so that you can come back again. So yeah. it's a hybrid, uh, focused mostly on working remotely, but trying to get people in one day a week right now and hoping that once they kind of get in that routine of coming back, they'll just naturally go two days a week, maybe three days a week.
3: Sure.
0: But
1: sure. Uh, I sure. think it's a good it's balance. That-
0: Yeah. And like you say, a life balance, you know, maybe it's, um, you know, whatever is coming their way in their home life, you know, their work life or at work life adjusts a little bit. So maybe one week they're actually there for four days and the next week it's only one.
1: Right. No, absolutely. Tuesday, uh, depending on what's going on and giving them that flexibility to yeah. say, all right, next Tuesday is a busy day for me. So I'm going to work remotely so I can do all my other things on the side. But Wednesday, I'll come down to the office because there's less things for me to juggle. So it, yeah. you know, people are, are learning what that balance is and making it all work. And it, it, it's great. It's been a nice flexibility that really you know keeps people interested in their job and saying, hey, I love working for that company because they're allowing me that flexibility to, to, mm-hmm. to create that work-life balance.
0: Yeah, I think we're we're seeing a lot of this now. It's the, um, you know, or last year uh, in summertime, you know, we were hearing all about the Great Resignation and people leaving because they weren't getting anymore what they really needed, or people actually understanding better what they needed and not putting up with some of the garbage that we're seeing or saw, you know. Right. And now, um, I think everybody's kind of coming full circle. The Company owners, the managers, the leaders, and the employees, and I think everybody's kind of coming together. I don't. It doesn't seem as uh, divisive as it did early on you know, I think it's, I think everybody's kind of settling down to it. So yeah, I
1: think so too. I know in my team, boy, when there was talk of back to the office and, you know, five days and people are like, I have no interest to go back in five days. I'll tell you right now, if they make me do that, I'm going to go find a job somewhere else that I can be remote. And I think a lot of companies are realizing that there are a lot of remote options. I mean, back in the day, we used to Purchase a house close to where our commute was to work, and now with this world of remote, it doesn't matter. You could live in Vermont but work for a California company. You yeah. know, it's like so. It's a real thing, and companies have to realize that as they try to consider how to maintain or retain employees and make sure mm-hmm. that you know they, they will still be there working for you. So that flexibility, I think, has really settled people down and said, "All right, I'm no need for me to really update my resume quite yet. This yeah. place is going to." Yeah. Work for me. And that's comforting as a manager because now I don't have to worry about losing the talent sets that I've got that know my business inside and out. And, you know, I don't want to waste my time trying to interview people and getting somebody on board and teaching them the business. Um, Mm -hmm. It's a waste of time. It's unproductive. So I'm happy with this hybrid thing that my company has come up with. I think everybody's in a good spot and, and ready to get back to the office and see their coworkers again.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well said. Well said. Thank you. So um, I wanted to just talk a little bit about, um, you know, as we're going back and being face-to-face, I want to know what do you need from IBM? Now I know we've got a new release coming. There's some big announcements scheduled uh, for the next couple of weeks, but you know, as you look back or think back over the years, you know, IBM has always been a strong force Um, but you know, there's some people say they're just not delivering and we're going to go off platform or they're just, they just never market and we're going to go off platform or whatever, you know, what, what do you need from IBM or what do you need, uh, yeah.
1: What do you what do you need from IBM? Yeah, I, I think from my area, I mean, IBM, as we know, they've never been really good at marketing what their system does. So it's us, the uh, professionals that have been working on it our whole career. We get it, you know, yeah. so they kind of sell to us, but they don't seem to sell to the people that are making the decision of buying software and what it runs on. They just don't see the value of the IBM i, in that it takes care of itself. It's securable. It doesn't need a B.A. to manage it. So really, the cost of ownership on the thing is so much less than all these other servers. Um, you know, every shop's got Microsoft. Every shop has got, or not everyone's got IBM, but you know, they're a multi-platform shop. Yeah that's yeah, yeah. always going to be that way. But yeah. you know I see other team members on my team that are supporting all these SQL servers and stuff, and there's a hundred of them. And it's like, yeah. why do you need so many? And why are you daily patching them? It's like, you don't yeah. have to do all that to the IBM. I just shake my head. Why
0: is that server down yeah.
1: So again? It, <laughs> it's, it, it's crazy. So luckily I don't have to have that fight anymore and the concerns of moving off of the IBM. I think it's pretty solid here. We're on a current power nine as. As of uh, last year, uh, we're on seven threes. I could get up to seven, four. I think that's on the to-do list this year, Q4. Yeah, so, yeah, you know, we're current, uh, you know, we have relations. There's experts out there that you can have managed service agreements with. So there's your eyes and ears on there. I don't have to worry about my machine. I just have a small contract and it's like having four or five extra employees. Yeah. They're watching my system. They're telling me what I need to know. They've got it. Log4j, I didn't have to do a thing. My service provider had me covered on that. Um, So it's just good to have other people out there that can just manage your system, allow me to work and and kind of meet the business demand.
0: Definitely a partnership, isn't it?
1: absolutely yeah. so you know for ibm i just wish they'd be better getting that message out there to more people i'd love to have more and more and more of them around and uh mm-hmm. and just a bigger network of people you know up here in vermont there's not a lot of ibm is out there it's a small community it's great because you know everybody that works on and if you have a question you can reach out to them but it'd be awesome to have a lot more of them and yeah. uh, more small businesses large businesses just running on the IBM i because of what it can offer,
0: mm-hmm. and it's every business, it's not segmented to a certain business or a certain industry. Yep. You know, it's anybody who has a business run it. Right. It's,
1: it's like a hitting gym, it's like they don't understand how many things like Vegas is running on them, banks are running, oh, on yeah. them. most of the time, yeah, you go out and you company. go shopping on the internet. It's like it's an IBM behind the scenes, yep. but nobody yep. knows that You know, it can yep. be it's a gooey thing. It can't be the IBMI. So, yeah. But, right. So, but, but their
0: data is secure and that's all they need to know.
1: I think e- exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: Protecting your identity. Mm-hmm. Correct. What about, what about, you know, as we look around the room here, there's just a few vendors. What do you need from vendors or what do you need them to know or deliver to you and your business?
1: Yeah, yeah, at this point, it's like I've been on the platform since 1988, and uh, we're pretty solid here. It's like a lot of the vendors around here, I've got their products, and I'm using them. So it's like, it's, it's all new stuff. But it's like, it's good to come in. Uh, there's a vendor session uh, tomorrow coming up. Of all the vendors that are here, they've got a dedicated uh, window where they can go out there and tell about their tools and stuff like that. So I've got to narrow down to three different sessions. I can't be at all of them. So I'm going to pick one. I'm going to go to it. But all of them are staying current and they're watching what the industries are needing and making sure that their products are stepping up and can offer business. Uh, So I'm going to go to Midrange Dynamics. Uh, As I get into the rest and stuff like that, they have a product that handles that stuff. I'm going to go learn about it and find out what they can do. But all the vendors are doing that same thing. So whatever your business need is your next challenge, there's vendors out there that are offering solutions. They've already, We don't need to reinvent the wheel. Other people have done it already. So they can yeah, partner yeah. with you and do it, or they can just hold your hand along the way and get your feet yep. wet. With it. So yep. uh, that's what you can learn at conferences like this.
0: Yeah, I think you hit it on the head with the REST API thing. It really is opening up... Um... Uh, Just so many doors for so many companies and the ability to just push and pull data, you know, and information and, you know, just share that with everybody out there. Or just from a logistics point of view, I think about all of the trucking companies and the banking companies and everybody who's doing REST API right now. It's super fun. It yeah, kind of no. exploded in the last eight months, six eight months.
1: So yeah, it's um, a new thing, and I've always heard about it. I've sat through Charlie's sessions in the years and learning about self, learning about rest, but I never had a business need to go and play with it. You know, so yeah, it's like all yeah. right. But now, you know, we just have an opportunity where we're going to a third-party solution. It's, it's a SaaS. It's up in the cloud. It's like, well, i got to learn how to get out of my four protected walls, go get data from them, bring it inside and consume it and push data back yep. to them. It's new yep. to me. It's not new to the industry, just new right. to me. Right. So.
0: But I think that holds true. I've been saying this all the, the whole time. We're technologists. Our job is to go out, learn, bring it back. It might not apply today. It yep. might be five years from now. But our job is to go out and get that information, bring it back, and just have it ready to go in case somebody asks us about it, or maybe somebody says Absolutely.
1: something. Absolutely. Just yeah, just, that's our job. Just knowing knowing what's there. It's like I always tried to get my kids to work in a hardware store, knowing that someday they would own a house and they would have to be fixing stuff. So they've been yeah. to the hardware store. They know what all the tools are to fix things. Same way we're going to a con- uh, a conference like this. Yep. You're seeing all those vendors, you're seeing what all those tools are. You may not need it today. But you'll know it's there down the road when you do need it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And then I think from a, com- a community perspective, I don't think anybody does community like the IBM I and the IBM community people. But I think you said it earlier when we started talking, you were talking about that networking component. And, you know, from the community, it's that ability to share ideas you know, uh, share your ideas, get new ideas, talk things out with like-minded people. And I think the community is just second to none.
1: No, absolutely. And it's such a small community too. It's like, you know, you can meet people that you don't know, but it's, you know, people intermingle well with each other. Uh, I was down there at one of the cake breaks and you know, having that. having a break and a guy that I used to work with, you know, two decades ago came up and we were catching up on stuff and he told me about his boss who had just retired and now he wanted to dabble again because he's bored in retirement. So he's like, well, Dave, well, who do you know out there that, you know, has consulting firm it's like looking for part-time kind of programmers or something like that so I was able to kind of connect them with a couple people where this guy in retirement can come out of retirement still will code and uh, a lot of people like that it's like you retire and then you get bored you want to get back into it because it's such a fun environment and platform yeah people around so
0: well it's ibmi it's os I mean uh open source it's It's everything. It's crazy. Did you give him Rich O'Leary's name?
1: I did indeed. Oh, right. So, yeah. uh, all right, excellent. Yeah.
0: I just want to make sure we get a plug for Rich, who is oh, on no, the Oh, no, Rich's uh, Treeline
1: Services is awesome. I've used them uh, way back in the day, setting up my EDI uh, years and years ago. I worked with uh, Rich when I was on the VT Mug. Uh, he was great. You know, he's from Rhode Island. And, uh, you know, he was part of Vermont Mug because he just loved yeah. our group of people. And so he was kind of our marketing outreach. And, uh, uh, you know, yeah, he's got a team of RPG programmers. They're modernizing yeah. stuff. And,
0: yeah, he's got I mean, the mod squad. Yeah.
1: yeah, it's great. I mean, he's in my pocket. I got a lot of uh, staff that are very close to retirement age, and I don't know if they're really going to retire or if I can retain them 15 hours a week or whatever. Sure. But, you know, if they retire, I need some RPG support. I'm going to go after somebody like Rich Olari to kind of help offset my development team to, yeah. to make sure I can take care of my business users.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I love it. Well, Dave, I better let you get back at it, and thank you so much for stopping by and talking with me. I really appreciate it. Have a good afternoon. No problem. Thanks, Peg. All right, Brian Garland, thank you so much for stopping by and talking with me here at NEUGC and just outside of Boston and Framingham. We're here live and in person. It's so exciting to see you.
3: Thanks, Peg. I'm glad to be here. It's wonderful to be in person. At I know.
0: Event. I know. It's like the my second big show um, where we're in person, and it just keeps getting better and better. So I'm super excited for Power Up when that happens at the end of May. So yeah. you know what, um, Brian, you've been on the show before. You're no stranger to the Incredible Eye Show, but let's just remind everybody a little bit about yourself.
3: Oh, sure thing. So uh, as as you've said, my name is Brian Garland. Uh, I've been in the IBM i world since before it was an IBM i. Um, I go all the way back to the late '80s and the System 34.
0: Nice. So here we are, and you know we're post-COVID. We're back together. What are your feelings about the conference so far? What are your thoughts?
3: Uh, it's it's great just to see people in person. Uh, and be out of the house. <laughs> uh, <laughs> right. Um, you know, from a, from an IBMI perspective, it's the machine has always done what it's done before and, you know, no, no real effect COVID wise on it.
0: So. Yeah. Right. Even, even more so it proved itself to be even more valuable and, uh, more of a, uh, just a staple in our environment.
3: Yes, exactly.
0: Yeah. So as you guys are, you know, it's just talking a little bit about, you know, being post-COVID. As you, what are you guys doing? Are you transitioning back to the office full-time? Are you guys going to do a hybrid approach? What, where are you guys at with that?
3: So, well, we've always had uh, like a skeleton crew in the office, so to speak. But uh, the rest rest of us are transitioning back um, in May. Um, We'll be doing... Kind of a hybrid schedule. Um, okay. So we want to get our try to get our teams together um, in the office on on the same day for the for our weekly meetings and stuff. But otherwise, sure. we'll we'll be uh, you know working at home like before too part of the time.
0: Sure, sure. I know that everybody's been talking about just that increased productivity and how uh, you know people weren't exactly sure of what was going to happen when everybody transitioned to home and now we're going back and we're seeing just increased productivity. So I, I think everybody's trying to maintain that as they go forward.
3: Yeah. I, you kind of know, the I, best
0: of uh, both worlds.
3: yeah, I enjoy being at home doing my job because I, I get fewer interruptions, mm-hmm. <laughs> but, but, uh, I can, uh, I can see some advantages to being, uh, you know, after being at any UGC and having that in-person environment, oh. I can see the advantages of being back in the office too.
0: Yeah, absolutely. The networking piece, mm-hmm. you know, I did have some, uh, one gentleman walk up to me and we were talking a little bit about, you know, being uh, at home and then going to the office. And he's like, I got to stay home. My wife loves me. I'm actually getting the laundry <laughs> done. It's perfect. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah. okay, <laughs>
3: I, I do take advantage of that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I know, I know, I know. Um, so there's a lot of big faces, uh, big names walking around here. We got Tim Rowe, Birgitta Hauser, um, you know, Pete Masiello here in the house presenting this week, uh, Charlie Garino. Who are you, you know, who are you going to visit? What are you hoping to get out of the conference?
3: Uh, so I'm, I'm planning on, uh, Going to a few of Brigida's sessions. Um, always up for learning new SQL things that can uh, mm-hmm. help me get my job done. Um, going spend some time with uh, Liam also.
0: Oh uh, yeah, Liam. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Got to got to get refreshed on uh, Visual Studio
0: mm-hmm.
3: for code and uh, see see what's new in that. and uh, new in that area.
0: Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I poked my head in on Tim Rowe's session earlier today and it was packed, packed. So I know he's drawing a big crowd right now with the new release of ACS uh, 1.1.9, I think is what he said. Um, so we're going to have a, Tim will be, I interviewed Tim earlier, so he'll be on the the podcast when all of these air. So that'll be that'll awesome. Be fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As soon
3: as I, as soon as I found out. That was available. I downloaded it at the conference and uh I only had a few minutes to poke around in it, but and uh liking the I don't know if I should give away the the new feature that I'm liking though. It oh, depends give it on it what away. tips. Give it away. Okay. All right. The uh, multiple tabs in run SQL scripts.
0: Oh yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That is a big one on it's, that yeah. on that list. Yeah. I
3: I'm I'm used to having, you know, one window with probably 10 scripts in that one window and sometimes it's hard to read to find where you want to be (laughs) you Mm -hmm. know because you're scrolling now with multiple Mm tabs a separate script in each tab it's easy to jump around
0: yeah oh awesome he will love to hear that I know that uh, there will be a lot more about the new version of ACS coming um I was talking with um One of the other guys that I interview quite a bit, um, or is on the show quite a bit, um, Steve Bradshaw. And Steve said he was going to uh do some uh YouTube videos, so I'm waiting for those to come out. And if they're out by the time I get this aired, I might attach them to the show notes. So um, awesome, yeah, watch for that. So Um, what about some new technologies? What are you hoping? I know we talked a little bit about some of the sessions you're attending, but are you here looking for anything specific, um, maybe in security or storage or Uh, battery? I don't know. I just look around the room and I see all these vendors and I'm just kind of wondering what you're hoping to bring back.
3: Yeah. I'm not too much on the hardware side. We're pretty current on our hardware now with Power9s and our, our hardware Division really takes good care of us in that regard. Um, just looking forward at this point, we're uh, mid process of upgrading all of our servers to seven point four. So okay. I'm looking forward to taking care, uh, taking advantage of those, you know, seven point four only features in the mm-hmm. future. Um, otherwise, it's uh, we're you know pick up any development tips and modernization tips and just keep pushing forward and improving our code.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. I love it. I love it. I know that there's some, um, big announcements coming in a few weeks, so I'm hopeful to hear more about that too. And Ben, ben
3: quite a few hints dropped. Yes, absolutely.
0: <laughs> all over the place, all over the place. So, um, I know we talked a little bit about, you know, just how solid the platform is, especially as we came through the pandemic, but I'm just curious, um, what do you want to share with our listeners about the platform? Is there just one or two little nuggets that you want to say? Hey, keep going with this, or give this a try, or?
3: Um, so, just as far as the platform goes in general, I think it it's just got to be one of the most reliable platforms out there. So, uh, and and it is capable of doing everything. Um, you just so if you're in a situation where you're thinking. It's an old machine, and it can't do all these new things. Then, you, you really need to look at what other people have done. Um, there's so many great success stories on IBM's website.
0: Yeah,
3: um, and plenty of not success stories for people that have tried to move off the mm-hmm. machine. So
0: yeah, good point.
3: I, yeah, I think that's a big thing, and you know, and again, if you if you think it can't do it, then you might not be looking in the right place for the information.
0: Yeah, um, no, that's you know, a great point.
3: It, you might, you know, send some people to a conference, you know, any UGC or Common, and learn the capabilities.
0: Yeah. Well, and with every release, right, every new hardware release, every new OS release, even with the with the um, PTF updates, there's always something new. It is not the same old AS400. It is up and coming, always new, something to learn, something to try. And, you know, I think sometimes people could just get stuck in their ways, you know?
3: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Can, I can understand that.
0: Yeah, for you're, sure.
3: You're, you're in your comfort zone, yep. but, Absolutely. Uh, but yeah, as a, you know, as a developer, it's, it's your part of your job description should be to learn new things.
0: Mm-hmm. We're innovators, um, right? Yeah. Technologists. So I've been asking um, folks that have been stopping by and chatting with me um, a little bit more about uh, three areas. You know, what do you need from IBM? What do you need from your your vendors? And what do you need from the community?
3: Uh, well, from a IBM perspective, I think I just need IBM to keep doing what it's doing. Okay. Um, you know, keep, keep investing in the platform, keep improving. Mm-hmm uh adding new features uh it it's just it's a great platform there's not much not much they need to do um other than just keep keep moving doing
0: what they're doing
3: yeah yeah from a vendor side i i there's a couple projects i'm kind of working on and uh we we really need um and there are a couple vendor tools out there for this i'd like uh, it'd be great if there was more competition in this space but uh, a great part of modernization is you have to expand a field in your database, and you need to find all the places that that field is used, and uh, and so that you know whether or not you need to change those programs. Uh, that is that's that's something I'd really love to see uh, more competition in that space from vendors, um, so that it it makes the price a little bit more reasonable. Sure. Uh, competition yeah, sure always does that, right?
0: Yeah.
3: And, yeah. Well, and, you think.
4: <laughs> Depends yeah. on the vendor,
3: <laughs> and uh, you know, I guess related to that too is is you know, I'd I'd love to see my favorite change management software have a Visual Studio for Code plugin.
0: Oh um, yeah, oh yeah, I think it's coming. Yeah,
3: think I'm think loving Visual coming. Studio for Code. That's that's the one thing I really need in it. Um, and from the community, uh, I think uh, it'd be great to see. Uh, different uh, different faces in these events. Um, not, how do I say this without sounding bad? Like in bad, addition but, you know, to
0: what we're seeing already?
3: Yeah, you know, the the presenters that have been presenting ha- have been doing this for some time now. And, right. and uh, you know, they're, they're still doing great stuff. They're still bringing new stuff. Um, but there's going to come a time when they're going to retire. Yeah. who's who's going to take their place. We need we need some, you know, younger people out there presenting these items.
0: Yeah, and giving their their experience um or their knowledge or whatever it is that they can share with the community. A go, you know, come and tell us how you're doing this. Share with us right. what you're doing, you know. And and maybe, you know, it's that um I was talking to, uh, Marina Swank about standards, um, earlier in a conversation. She's not here this week, but, uh, we were talking about standards and how they have to be, a. you have to look at them regularly, you know, it's, is it a standard or is it a, uh, best practice or a guideline, you know, and, um, but you know, just a few of the things that she said, she's up young, up and coming, right very involved mm-hmm. in the community, but we need more people like her, more people like Richie Palma, more people like, you know, the the Liam's of the world, young and wanting to share their information and their expertise, you know?
3: Yeah. And, and I, not I just agree. like, not just presenting at a conference necessarily too, but uh, get involved in the open source community. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's one, like I brought back some, the open source tools, and the biggest concern from my company is what's what do we have for support you know if it's only three people working on the project that it makes it hard for the corporate environment to endorse it but if we have more people working on it then that spreads the workload and yeah. you're less likely to have that project dry up
0: yeah yeah that's really a good point yeah yeah. Very good. So community and, and I don't think anybody does community as well as the IBMI community does, you know, mm-hmm. it really is just super wonderful out there. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Yeah. So, well, Brian, I'll let you get to it and enjoy the conference. Thank you so much for stopping by. I really do appreciate it.
3: Thanks, Beg. Great talking yeah. to you.
0: Thank you. Hey, Ken, thank you so much for being here with me at the show today. And, you know, you're no stranger to the Incredible Eye Show. So welcome back to the mic.
2: Thanks, Peg. Glad to be here.
0: Yeah. And um, for those of you who don't know, Ken Mead has been on the Incredible Eye Show um, back in season one. But Ken, you know, just for our listening audience, why don't you go ahead and just give them a quick intro to you and how you landed on the on the uh, IBMI.
2: Yeah, sure. So yeah, I, I, I'm the IT director at uh, Littleton Coin Company up in Littleton, New Hampshire. Um, started with the company about seven years ago. Prior to that, I worked with a company called Timken, and, which was actually my first foray into the I world. Um, I actually went back to college as an adult uh, I'm an adult now. Um, <laughs> as an adult,
0: <laughs> not older required.
2: and older, yeah. As an older student, um, and uh, actually, um, I, I went into IT, and one of the adjunct professors there was a guy named Rick Flagler, who, you know, some of your listeners may know. Um, and uh, you know, job came up at Timken, and I was lucky enough to get it, and. That segued into a lot of opportunities, um, and uh, I was actually um working on a job in China, and, and Rick let me know about this this possibility here at, at Littleton Coin Company, and one thing led to another, so I, I hopped ship and went to a smaller company, which yeah. was, for me, great, because it's that real personal feel. So. Yeah.
0: yeah, absolutely, and now we find ourselves face to face in person at the NUGC yes. conference which is so wonderful there are about 80 attendees with um a dozen or so awesome speakers so it's just been really great to be back together it, it's-
2: it's great to see, you know. It's great to network with 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 friends because I, I consider yep. a lot of people, in, in, you know, in the in the eye friends, but also network with new people, um. Mm-hmm. And you know, and honestly, even with the staff, because any UGC has been holding it at the same location forever. Yeah, and yeah, some They're of that staff, yeah, and some of those the staff has been there for for you know a decade or more. And so yeah. it was even great just to see some of the staff at the Sheraton and, you know, and, and just that, that feeling of it's been too long.
0: Oh, I know. I know. So we've been um, chatting a little bit about, you know, COVID and um, a few of my customers have talked about, and this includes you, the, just the power of the IBM I during COVID and what it allowed you to do. And now that we're post COVID, how do you, you know, what is that feeling now is, you know, is it stronger than ever? The IBM I is back. It's for, it's never going to go away. It's here forever. What, what has been your feeling at the company um, or maybe even as you talk to other vendors here at the show about the IBM I and it's staying power
2: You know, from a from a personal point of view, uh, one of the things that I have to continually tell my business is the optimal return on the investment, and and I actually go and break it down transactionally, and I you know and I say, look, this is how many transactions we put through this box in a year, and this is what it cost us, and you know we're talking you know (laughs) we're talking hundreds of a cent, you know, if if not even even not even less than that, and you know the uptime that we have, or, or actually even better to say, the lack of downtime. You yes. know, th- there's no unplanned downtime. Um, You know, and and I don't see the eye, at least in, in my company it's not going away. You know, mm-hmm. we we have a, a, a homegrown system uh, because of our business processes, and even though um, you know I've been asked to investigate, you know, other out of the box solutions. Um, I was looking at stuff that could run on an eye, mm-hmm. uh, primarily because it's again that low cost solution for us, or at least the way I see that low cost solution. Um, yeah. and and long story short, we're not even going to move to an out of the box solution. We're we're going to try to, you know, I guess the term, you know, modernize. Yeah, right. You know, right. What we've Which got. Is a,
0: yeah, everybody's doing it, right?
2: Yeah. 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 Yep.
0: I know. So, I like
2: that. And it's, and it's funny too, because d- depending on who you talk to in the business, right? So some people you talk to them and they say, oh, you got to get rid of the green screen. It's antiquated, yada, yada, yada. Yeah. And you talk to others in the business is like, don't you take away my green screen? Do you know what my productivity is like with that? You know, we're able to zip right through the screens. So, yeah, yeah, you know,
0: absolutely. So where, where it fits in nicely, you will, it you will, um, explore those avenues of, Mm -hmm. um, you know, putting a different front end on or creating something.
2: Absolutely. Yeah. So, and we've already done that. And again, this is where, you know, the business has no clue of what actually runs on the eye. Um, most people think it's just the green screen. Mm -hmm. And, and, and when I point out to them, all those PHP apps and, you know, the different web applications that we're running, um, they all run on the eye and yeah. they just kind of look at me.
0: So. Like, what? <laughs>
2: yeah, exactly. What? Yeah. Yeah.
0: What is that thing growing out of your forehead, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah. Okay. So you just touched on something. Um, you know, here we are, back in person. And you know, what are you hoping to get out of the conference? Um, you know, are you looking for new technologies? Um, exploring open source, or you talk about modernization, maybe talking about, you know, uh, new storage or hardware, what, what really brought you to the conference other than all of the above, (laughs) all of the above,
2: you know, I, I come to the conference, um, with an open mind. It's, it's Mm -hmm. kind of like, you know, what am I going to hear? Um, that's going to give me, you know, an inkling of, hey, why don't we do this? Uh, and mm-hmm. in fact, I, I've I've already had a number of those inklings, nice. um, and, and I'm going to be taking them back to the to the business. And you know, and it's funny because I I've I've uh, had had been in a couple of presentations related to security, and you know, you think you're doing a great job, but you can always do better. And and that's one sure. of my takeaways from from uh, one of the security sessions. Uh, you know, and as, as far as as, you know, like backup and recoveries, I heard a couple of ideas that I'm bringing back. Uh, oh, I, I I feel it's, it's funny because I feel that of the sessions that I've been to thus far, I've taken away at least one, if not multiple items that I need to investigate. So I'm going to I'm going to stay busy you know, after we're back home. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Excellent. Oh, I love that. You know, I mean, that's how we keep a seat at the table, right? Yes. We talk about the, we're technologists, we're innovators, we bring new ideas. We don't always use all of those ideas, Mm -hmm. but that's okay, right? It's the, Mm -hmm. just keeps us fresh and um, thinking about what is possible. So... Um, I'm gonna, because we're running out of time and I know you need to get to your next session, um, we are doing this live, you know at the at the show, and so I'm kind of just grabbing people as they walk by the booth here. Um, I wanted to ask, though, very specifically, um, what do you need from IBM? You know what what can IBM do better for you? And then I've got vendors and the community as well. So I want to make sure that we tackle these three. What, what does IBM need to do for you?
2: Yeah. You know, it's funny because from an IBM point of view, they need to market, you know, the power system in this OS better. Um, you know, because the reality is, is those C level, you know, the, the, the CEO and the, my chief operating officer, my marketing manager, they hear about this and they hear about that. They don't hear about our OS. They don't hear about our, about our power system running that OS. And and the return on investment, and you know what yeah. it can do, what it can do now. Um, I I try to let them know, you know, all of the companies that I know of that are the bigger companies that you know continue to run this operating system. Um, and you know, when you start talking about you know some companies that are running three hundred plus partitions, that yeah. gives you an idea of the size of these companies that are that are running. Yeah, this system, you know, and, but they don't know about it because they don't see it in their CEO magazine.
0: Right. Yes. That's, that's really good. That's really a good point. So, um, getting the word out, sharing with the market Mm -hmm. that it is better than ever and still alive out there.
2: Mm -hmm. And, and, and not only, you know, should IBM be doing that from a marketing point of view, they need to be more of a partner with me. Even, sure. even, even, even sure. my shop, you know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not a big shop, but, you know, be my partner. So, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. be there for us when we, when we have an issue, yep. Right, which is, right. which is the same as, as the vendors, you know, yep. when I'm working with vendors, I I've always had that attitude that you become a partner with me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm in it for the long haul. I don't go yeah. based on who's the cheapest. I go based on who's going to support me. Mm-hmm. You know, what, what do you yeah. have? What do I need? Are we going to be able? To, are you going to be able to support me? Am I going to be a partner long term? Right. Yep.
0: Right. Right. Absolutely. Solving problems as we go.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. And then, how about the community? What can you know? The, you know, yeah. what do you need from the community?
2: You know, I, I think from a community point of view, it's it's that networking that we do. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's it's interesting because you know, so you like I've already had this opportunity. You know, while I've been here is to talk to a couple of people about software I'm looking at doing or you know when uh, you know open source I'm looking at python and trying to you know find people who are on it using it what are they using it for yeah. um you know and it's really just that networking that goes on you know the 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 questions that you can get answered because you know that you get somebody in your virtual roller desk that you, that you can go to
0: yeah. So. Yeah, absolutely. And then, you know, Tim Rowe is here from IBM this week, and he has just been talking with everybody. Every He's so available. And I yeah. think that's the one thing that's really great about IBM is that they are from a community and a vendor support and a user support always very available. So um, if T- you- to that
2: point, yeah, at New Hampshire Mug, we've actually got Scott Forstie coming up in June. So try to get oh, those IBM awesome. guys out. Yep. Yeah.
0: And Scott's so good. He's, he's so fantastic. He I love having him on the show. So, well, thank you, um, Ken so much. So again, we're talking with Ken Mead from Littleton coin here at NUGC. So thank you so much, Ken, for stopping by the incredible iShow. show. We really appreciate it.
2: You're welcome, Peg.
0: All right. Thank you. Hey, Peg. Hey, I'm here with Tim Rowe at the NEUGC conference. He is here presenting. It's so nice to see you face to face, Tim.
4: I tell you, it's totally crazy to be at a face to face event. Like, what the heck?
0: I know, I know. I absolutely love it. There are about, um, you know, eighty plus attendees here, and um, I know you've done a couple of sessions already. You've got what, six of them?
4: Yeah, six sessions for this event. Yep, across two days. Um, what are you talking about? Lots of different things. I mean, I, I cover a lot. Um, two main areas: application modernization and systems management of the IBM i operating system. So, my sessions tend to be geared in those two camps. Um, mm-hmm. From systems management, I've spent some time talking about our brand new Navigator, and then some of the brand new things that just came out in our Access Client Solutions or ACS products. Okay. Um, so that's been kind of fun.
0: Yeah. So, what release level is that for ACS? Yes. So, those of for those of our folks that are listening from afar, um, you know, what re, what is the new release number for ACS? Yeah,
4: so, ACS we just came out with one point one point nine. So that just came out just what two days ago.
0: All right. So, I think it would be great if you could, you know, just quickly highlight some of the great things that are included in this update
4: oh absolutely one of the reasons we went (coughs) oh my goodness too much talking at this conference one (laughs) of the reasons we went with this new uh 119 versus 1189 which was the would have been the next logical there's some really big things that came out first off groups so people have asked us for years if they have a bunch of systems that they're managing, mm-hmm. they want to be able to put those systems in logical groups so they can more easily find them versus one huge long list. You can do that now. Yay! That's awesome. Oh, it is. You know, it, Anything to make
0: of... the user's life easier, right? <laughs>
4: yeah. Well, actually, in some ways, it's kind of a selfish thing because oh. I've got probably about 80 systems that I have in my single list and I've been, you know, complaining and whining for years that I want to break those down into more logical uh, containers or groups. And so now yeah. I can do that. So you know, I'm I'm all excited. It's quite nice. Nice. <coughs> so that's one of the big things. Okay. Um, the other one is in Run SQL Scripts, uh, which is our interface for doing SQL IDE. You can now have tabs. So now I can have multiple. SQL scripts open and working with them in a single connection. So I can bounce back and forth between my scripts. I can update them. I can save them while it's working. So uh,
0: that is so great. And again, uh, we're all about automation, ease of use, make it easy for me to do my job. I love that.
4: And responding to the requests of our customer because these were two items that were way high on the list of things that our customers really wanted us to add, adding things that our customers have requested. Right, right. And so is that done through the R is it RFE process? Ah, that's the old way. This too ah, has changed. Woo. Yeah. I knew Request that. For, yeah, requests for enhancements have now been renamed. Uh I believe it's like Aha, uh-huh, or ideas, or something like that. So, there's a blog entry that um, um, Nancy Utki Sputki put out that kind of explains and talks you through that whole change of what's going on. So,
0: oh, okay, yeah. You know, what I'll send you an email so I can get the link and we'll include that in the show notes because that's going to be really important. And maybe I should even talk to Nancy when we get back to the office about you know how this new process works.
4: Uh, it would be a great thing for you to talk to Nancy about. I think she'd love to tell you.
0: All right. So we've got groups, we've got run SQL scripts, we've got requests or no, that these were customer requests. So what else, what else is in that new ACS?
4: Yeah. One of the other big ones is under the main um, ACS interface, we've allowed you to add your own um, additional links for hardware management interface Uh, So, you could actually have, like, a hardware management interface one, hardware management interface two. And then we added the ability to to create URLs for, like, the web admin GUI or some of the other interfaces that we have. Well, people have asked us to be able to put their own custom values and names for in that spot. And now you can do that. That's also, yeah, again, another one of those things that people have wanted for quite some time. Uh, we've we've uh, added to the uh, ACS stuff so n- number of exciting new updates um, that our customers have really been asking for us for a while and and as always with ACS I have an amazing group of advisors that have come alongside us mm-hmm. and give us some advice um, help us understand how they use it on their day-to-day usage. And we've been able to take a lot of their input and incorporate it into what we end up delivering.
0: Awesome. I love that. It's again, IBM I, or IBM delivering on their promises or, you know, what the customer is looking for and what the customer needs. Um, I think we we tend to lose track of that, you know, that IBM actually is delivering every day on you know, the, the request from our, from the customer, anything to make their lives easier. Tim, I know that uh, IBM has a big presence at the power up conference. That's common's biggest user group education conference at the end of May. Will you be there?
4: Oh, absolutely. Will I be there?
0: Awesome. What are you going to be talking about?
4: Uh, Again, lots of new stuff when it comes to application development, rest APIs, uh, more sessions on Navigator, um, nice. and we have the new announce that's coming up shortly. And so awesome. there'll be lots and lots of sessions that we'll be covering some of the brand new things that have not been released to the wild yet.
0: Right, right. And that um, announcement is scheduled for like May 3rd, 4th? Sometime,
4: something around like that. Time. that. So, yeah, I know it's a moving in May. target. Sometime in May. Okay,
0: Awesome. All right. Well, you know what? Thank you so much, Tim Rowe, for joining us here at the conference. I appreciate you stopping by to, you know, just kind of share some of the things that you're talking about and the exciting new things that are happening at IBM.
4: For sure. Always great to see you.
0: All right. Thanks, Tim. You bet, Peg. We'd like to take a moment here to thank our sponsors. Common is the largest association serving the IBMi community. They provide leading education, advocacy, and networking opportunities for members to enhance their careers. Midrange Dynamics provides application lifecycle and API management for hundreds of enterprises and small IT teams worldwide. Roten takes a holistic approach to support. Their engineers support the entire IT estate from environmental monitoring through networking and storage to the server hardware and operating systems that run on them. They specialize in IBM I, but their skills cover a number of other platforms, allowing them to offer a one-stop shop for all their clients' needs. Roten, IT solutions made easy. Don't forget to hit the like and subscribe button, and we'll see you on the next show.